Welcome back to the Blodgecast, where we may or may not be talking about Claim the Throne related things, but the first thing we will, because I'm about to remind Ash, the other part of this podcast, that we're meant to be in Kuala Lumpur today playing a gig. (laughs) (laughs) I did yesterday at work, someone said, like, oh, you know, fucking blah, 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 what are you doing this weekend? And I said, oh... Actually, I was supposed to be boarding a flight to Malaysia tonight. <laughs> to go for 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. And and it really hit home how yeah. fucking crazy that would have been. Yeah. Like financially and just time-wise, it just wouldn't have fucking happened. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we obviously announced we weren't playing, but I've noticed they're still sharing stuff around. We're still on the poster. We're still on, like, all the blurbs and shit. So I don't know if people are rocking up and there's just no one playing in our time slot or how they're going to handle that. Not there's sure. There's obviously no replacement band. Could be pretty weird. Ooh, also, Dicey one. was meant to go anyway because he had a flight already, but I think he was going to try and get a refund or something. So I don't know if he has. Serious. From him. Yeah. Man, can I tell you something? For someone who's as old as time itself, <laughs> he is timeless, hey? Yeah, he could play Gandalf. Yeah. His fresh looking face at Rustin Perth was just a <laughs> sight to behold. Cruise up to him. The guy came back from Europe at the same time as us and also arrived home. <laughs> Hung around in Perth for a week, did some jobs and fucking stayed up till nine the fucking next morning every day and shit. Goes back to Europe, <laughs> spends four or five days at Obscene Extreme, flies back to Australia. And I said, shit, man, when did you get back? You look great. And he goes, oh, yeah, just a couple of days ago. <laughs> so I was haggard for a fucking week after we got back. He's yeah. just... It was yeah. amazing. It's still just going to these gigs with his merch store, doing things. Amazing. Yeah, it Amazing. Is. I love him, eh? It's yeah. great. Russell Perth crazy. was good, hey? It was great because the last episode was um pre-party. was pre-party and now it's reflection a week later. <laughs> My dog's just backing up into Ash's crutch <laughs> while he's holding a shot of Jaeger. Not that oh, we drink anymore, but... Medicine. Uh, yeah, medicine. It's before... Yeah, man, Rustin Perth was great. I had a great time. Didn't stay to the end, sadly. Mm. Um, mm. Sorry, Mark or, and or Josh, if you're listening. What time um, did you leave? Uh, Must have been... 10 perhaps or not earlier. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't remember. Left because you were trashed or what? Um, Because I'd already blown the budget yeah. and also spent too much. Yeah, me too. Um, And had been utterly trashed the day before. So was yeah. also worried about that. I had things to do the next day. You were dusty as they come on the pod. I was dusty, man. Um, Yeah, but still, I nonetheless had a great time. Saw Night Foot Super Soldier nice and early. Very impressive. Bass really? player now. Great sound. Really impressive. Uh, it, yeah, looks like they've just filled in that gap that was always missing from the stage. I was spewing because I was standing at the bar to get another drink. Didn't check my phone mm. to see the message from you. Got a drink for you <laughs> in watching Nine Foot, and I heard Dari Pirate start. I'm like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on!" Like, and the the woman walks up. Looks like she's going to serve me. Walks off. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Obviously, by that time, two songs have already passed. So I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck this! I'll just not drink." So I trudge into the room. You present me with a Jackson. I could have just been in there watching the songs. But yeah, it was great that they played the EP. Mm. And I thought, fuck, that's it. I missed basically the whole set with those first two songs. And then they kicked into new songs. And yeah. I reckon they sound pretty raucous, man. Sure. Real good. Yeah. Tone, did you notice the tone? Good tone. Yeah, Paulie was going on about his tone. He was quite happy. That little fucking Marshall head. Yeah. Something else, man. Yeah. Sounded fucking it did. Bass so tone good. also? Yeah. What was that? Or- Totally. <laughs> it was extreme. Yeah. That was good. The whole vibe was good. Uh, I think, yeah, the 
real unique thing. Um, doing well. I like that it a lot. That looked like it was about to fall off when oh, you just turned to Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was great. And also so, the other thing I loved as well was Direct C. Oh, that please. guy's voice. It's one of those things. I was trying to uh, describe it to Jamie Kay. He's like, oh, so like a, like a real good voice, is it? And I'm like, man, it's kind of like that feeling I got when I first saw John Ryan. There's <laughs> something that, you know, in a weird way makes your hair stand on end, regardless if you're into the style of music or not. Just raw fucking power. It's an actual raw. It, <clears throat> it is raw. And after I said that, I went, what have I done? <laughs> this guy's going to start singing yeah. and it's not going to be that good. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking hell, man. He just tore everyone's asshole out again, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Real cool band. Like that band, just like, come on stage and get on stage. Don't say a word. Play one 20-minute song. Don't say anything. Leave. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. They sort of, they you know, back in the day in Perth Metal and there started to be these bands like Fool the World and oh yeah, Burn For Me and stuff that started hitting the scene and they just wouldn't look like they're about to play death metal and they do. So all the death metal people would hate them for whatever reason. Mm. Um, I feel like that's a bit of the thing at the moment with doom and you know, it's on the radio and whatever, or RTR and stuff like that as well. Just Seriously? in the middle of the day. I don't know about direct C, but yeah, I hear like random craziest shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And you know, you get a band like that in a, in a local metal festival all day. It's just metal bands. And you get this band come up and if you hadn't heard them before, you'd go, what is this? Yeah, so overs and button ups and stuff. And Rust you see the Perth. singer, yeah. He's, yeah. Sorry. Wearing Go, a, was it a Hammerheart shirt? Bathory, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made me want to listen to it. Didn't get around to it. Will this week for sure. Um, yeah, sorry for cutting you off there. I've had a couple of Jaegers. The <clears throat> Yeah, I saw the si uh, singer, sorry, I the saw sign. the guitarist Jay from Skull yeah. Cave there. I'm like, hey man, what are you doing at the Civic? Like literally thought he may have popped in for a drink. Mm. Because yeah. you would never see someone... He's actually there for a gig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's there for a Rust in Perth show. Mm. Starts telling me about Direct C. I'm like, dude, that's part of the reason I'm here. And yeah, it's it's a totally different thing these days. And I don't know. I can see how metal and death metal fans wouldn't really like that style of doom. Like the guy's playing a fucking Telecaster tuned to drop whatever mm. and... There's like 15 minutes of just slow light build up before this like ferocious thing. Yeah. I get it if, you know, you're expecting things to be brutal. But yeah, for me, I'm like, this is fucking sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. It was like, because we'd seen him once before, which was the first time. And this was the second time. It was kind of like that feeling we got on tour with Winter Sun and you like the second day, and you know what song is going to be really sick live and you're just standing there and you're waiting for it and you're just going to embrace it. It was a bit like that. And even just that intro to that song, when they started that, I'm like, yes. And it just goes on and on and it's so repetitive and basic, <laughs> but it just sounds so good and you just don't want it to end. I hit him up and said, can I record you? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, they got a full album done, mm. ready to be released. One song? Yeah, probably one song. But I said, keep me in mind because whatever. I'll yeah. suck your cock. But um, the other one that was good that I've seen a few times was Depravity. Mm. And I've always seen them and it's always been at our show's we've played with them and we've and they've been on the, been on the bill. Yeah. So we're either, <laughs> so we're either playing next. So I'm downstairs warming up or something like that, or kind of like in that sort of, okay, my mind's somewhere else. Cause I'm about to play. 
this time just watching start to finish i was like fully into it mm. i reckon they're fucking real cool man yeah. i really enjoyed it yeah i liked it too and they're all into it obviously louis <laughs> so it's a good stage show to watch the king real good and man lint jared combo is fucking amazing combo, eh? yeah um yeah work was good bass is good it's all good was, I don't know, a bit morbid angel-y, but more really modern is. and more brutal. I think Jared might have been wearing a more morbid angel t-shirt. Perhaps. But yeah, real sick, man. Yeah. That was great. And then I think that's probably all the bands Did I saw. Did you see War Demonic? No. I mm. left as they were getting ready to go, not yeah. because they were coming on or also going on stage, but I was also pretty trashed. Mm. I took money out of my bank. And had fully exhausted those funds by that time. Um, and I also had a few things I was hoping to do at home after, which of course I didn't because once I got home, I went, oh shit, I'm completely trashed. Mm. Passed down the fucking couch. But <laughs> yeah, any good? Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, real good. They had, every time I see them, which is once every couple of years, it seems, the lineup's just a little bit different every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't realize that there's no lead vocalist anymore. So that guy, is it Dustin or what is his name? And he's got the mullet. Oh yeah. Um, used to be the guitarist is still a guitarist, but also lead vocals. For real? Yep. And Granger also does well, some as well from the back. Dandu, so I thought he did most. Of I don't know. A bit of both, I guess it was. Yeah. Maybe just seeing a guy in the middle with a guitar and a microphone. Yeah. Okay. It's just that bit different, but then it spared up some room on stage and they had these two, um, two people on either side of the stage with these massive drums, um, like kettle drums or something. I don't know what they would even be called to be honest. For one song or the whole set? The whole set. And these people would just get up every sort of five minutes or whatever, whenever these parts are. And so it'd be really like heavy sounding percussion things going on. Would they have done that at Hammersonic? Don't. Oh, I don't think you could travel with those things. Okay. Big ass fucking drums Big like this. Big barrel looking things, yeah, yeah. Probably kettle drums, man. I guess so, yeah. Wow, fuck, it's been I missed that then. Um, so it was interesting, yeah. I guess, yeah, I don't know what to even compare that stuff to anymore. Also missed Silent Night because uh, Ninefold Super Soldier oh, yeah. had each, despite living down the fucking road poorly, <laughs> had each booked out a room. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, you want to come up for a beer? Yeah, sure. Two hours later, I was like trashed <laughs> and ready to roll. <laughs> and um, yeah, Miss Silent Night, sorry, Stu, but... I that saw it for you. I'll tell you, it was good. good. Sophie loved it as always. Of course. Um, they opened with Strike of the Sword, which is one of me and Sophie's favourite songs, which is a recent addition to their set. And what about Sounds the songs? Sounds cool. And songs, yeah. So, no, it was good. Um, I really laughed when Stu sort of walked to the front of the stage, saw us or something, and he was like doing this, I'll suck your cock move. Like, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> just being a dirty cunt and then yeah. realised the chick at the front had a camera right at him filming it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was just like, oh, something fuck. about that yeah. just after because I, I came down and, and also descended the <laughs> stairs at about that time. Yeah. And he was telling me and I was like, I didn't quite understand what he meant because I was pretty trash. But yeah, there you go. Mm. Funny stuff. Stew. Yeah, so it was good. Good crowd, the man. End. Great. Good yeah, turnout. pretty good. I think it may, well, I don't know the numbers, but. I think it might have been bigger in previous years. Probably. But yeah, it was, I, I was ha- just happy to see. Just that seeing that many local bands, man. Just when you think the scene's a bit shit or whatever, like being able to watch band after band and enjoy every single one is mm. a good good thing. Yeah, I think it was a killer lineup, man. Mm. And that den room, fucking really mm. cool. Really yeah, I like cool. That. 
the guy in the the main room. If you're listening to this podcast, I apologize for trying to help you. But um, the first song of that, what's that band? They it might start with E. They're like a black metal band. Did we watch three them? guitarists? It's yeah, when we first got there, Illyria or something. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't mind them actually. I thought yeah. they were alright. But um, yeah, the guy hits the first rack tom. They did a line check. He hits the rack tom in the first oh, song, yeah. and it was like. <laughs> Every time, and it was so distracting and obnoxious. I thought he'd pick it up. Three songs in, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna feel weird about jumping on stage and rattling that lead, or maybe I'll go and tell the main, the sound guy. Thought, oh no, nah, that's probably a drunk move. I shouldn't do that. Then the fucking kick drum mic starts just pointing directly up in the air, and I'm like, man, something ha- has to happen. So I went up to the guy and I said, hey man, um, and he's like, oh hey. Like, hey, just to let you know, the bass drum mic is pointing directly at the sky. He goes, oh, it's okay. There's another one in the drum. And just real cunty and dismissive. Like, I get it because who the fuck am He doesn't know who I am, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool, man. Just trying to help. And then walked off. Had no kick drum for a song. (laughs) And then he walked up on stage and fixed it Mm. two songs later. But the whole time, and even including Dirac C, when he hit that first um, rack tom, Still just crunchy sounding, real bad. Rookie. Real rookie. But anyway, I went into the den room and Nine Foot's mix was like really fucking yeah. good. So yeah, maybe there's something Did to Did you watch room. anyone else in that room? I think it was no. like the quote unquote hardcore stage. Yeah, okay. I would have liked to see a few of them. Sick little room, man. Yeah. I've seen gigs on both sides of that room mm. and this current configuration. Yeah, yeah, I have as well. Shit. I think it's the best, yeah. Yeah, I've seen you play there with really? Jeremy Taylor. Hello, Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, playing oh, electric yeah. drums, yeah, uh, with Red D back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Your, your current band. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. I played one gig with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So new Sasha Baron Cohen, pretty funny. A real funny man. What do you think? Oh man, intense, oh, eh? Intense. Hard to even sit through a whole episode, but I did watch all three consecutively. Um, just Me too. very cringeworthy the whole time. I think. Like equally as funny as it is cringeworthy. Some but, of his stuff. Know. When when the guys are like testing how the rubber pussy feels. <laughs> he's like, that's real. And he's like getting, getting fingered right here. Yeah. Oh my God. He's oh. like finger my pussy or whatever he says. And they know. just do it. Oh, I, I don't know. That the was... whole time I just find myself wondering how he tees it up, you know, to begin with. And what, he, what they say to these people to make them go along with it. You know... Oh my God, man. That that particular thing where he gets his fucking box fingered by three grown men. And they're sticking their asses out trying to like get him. It's like the scariest <laughs> thing. The thing they hate the most is if you make them a homosexual. So if you put your butt out at the terrorist, they won't want to go near you. Oh, it's <laughs> so ludicrous. But yeah, they go out and they, they plan this party and then the cops rock up and it's like they're trying to lure underage <laughs> girls in there. <laughs> and there's a guy in a dress. And then there's another guy hiding in a pinata with a camera. Like, it's man, would watch it again. It's so funny, times. man. Going to the middle of the deep Alabama to tell him he's got all this money to come to the town, and it turn, he puts on to the PowerPoint what it's going to be for, and it's a giant mosque. That character <laughs> I hated him at Shit. first, but whereas like his intros change each week. Oh yeah. And oh, I don't know, he's fucking real funny. Hey. Yeah, the model chick with the fucking. Oh yeah, like just just going along with that shit is out of control. It's so crazy, 
But yeah, g- good show, man. Yeah. Good show. Probably. And the you know like the title credits are so fucking intense and in your face. Mm. It's yeah, I know what you mean. It's sort of weirdly hard to sit through, but I found myself enjoying it a lot. Hey. <laughs> Just goes there, yeah, rips shit on everyone real good. Talking to Dick Cheney and saying, like, yeah. people had enough of Bush, they want more dick. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, I don't think so. But yeah. what, like, come on, man. Drop, yeah, he's dropping the word dick in heaps. Scratching Pickle's ear right now. She's, oh, she's about that, to come. Hey. <laughs> Do that to Bender. He starts dribbling, hey. I love we just, like, stop talking about podcast topics and mid-podge. You know, um, Paulie and stuff were laughing at Russ in Perth about the last episode saying it just sounded like a eulogy. <laughs> but it's just memory all the good times. <laughs> good song, though. Good song? Tool song. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt the same when I listened back to it. Because I usually do that. I put it out these days and then listen back to it the next day and mm-hmm. think like, oh, fuck, that was actually pretty... Sad case to it. Started fun and then it's like, so, yeah, it's all over, blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. Yeah. Funny stuff. Anything else on the to talk about list here? Yeah. Last week, and I put this in the show notes, I was crapping on about that mic I bought, literally oh, in the right. radio house. Yeah, yeah. Woke up the next morning. The guy had just cancelled the whole thing, given me a refund, and he said, shipping's too expensive. I'm like, well, why did you accept the offer, yeah. you dickhead? But that's what the offer process is for. You figure out if it's worth your while, not accept it blindly and then yeah. cancel it. And then the saga continued. There was one, I noticed that those microphones used to be like 600 ish, 650 new. Now they're suddenly down to 450 brand new. So maybe it wasn't as big a deal as I thought it was, mm. but this other guy hadn't seen the memo and he had one on eBay. Sorry. Sorry, camera crew. It's washing down the Jaeger, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I need another one. Um, yeah, he had it on there for like three seventy. I'm like, man, they're brand new for four fifty. So I offered him two seventy, just like right. the other one. And he goes, man, it's just too low. Mm. I said, okay, well, whatever, keep it then, cunt. There's also a promo code going on eBay at the moment, Penny Five, and it takes five percent off. So I did the math, and with postage, I made him an offer that would bring it down to two seventy. <laughs> he said i'll come home and put it on as a buy it now so you can have it but and i was like fuck yeah i ended up you know getting my own back and then in that time someone put a bid on i'm like oh you motherfuckers mm-hmm. so anyway long story short no new mic for me which i don't really care about at this point um borrowed your head and also my app. bedroom yep. recording thing, the ISO cab. Did a crazy thing where, look, we used your head for the nine foot reamping. So I used the nine foot DI and compared what I was getting in my ISO booth and how loud it was and everything, recording it with the exact same mics, exact same setup. And it just wasn't comparing favorably to what mm-hmm. we did with the nine foot, which oh, is through a quad box. And I reckon the reason why is, you know, live, you run the volume on what, like four or five, maybe even six? Actually varies depending on the stage, but less even. I couldn't even get it past two before it was way too loud to be in my room. Yeah. Even, and by the way, that's on four watt mode. Whereas when we were with nine foot, we were running on a 15 watt mode Mm. or 20 watt, whatever full power is and cranking it. So I think that there's really something on that amp about pushing the power section a bit to 
to really get that fucking that real drive going. Like it was sounding heavy, but it just had no excitement to it. Okay. So yeah, I got a tone that sounded similar, but yeah, just didn't have that extra oomph mm. to it. So I thought, fucking hell, IsoCab was a really great experiment. Not good, man. <laughs> Not good enough. Okay. So what's so the next plan? The next plan is I received that green back in the mail, that speaker, <laughs> and I've put a bunch of stuff on eBay this week, actually. Selling the old speaker out of it has bids on it, so probably won't pay off the brand new green back, but we'll get most of the way there. Um, but what I also did was I scored a bargain on a load box that I used to have a load box. We used it for silent recording for, for what's the new album? Desolate Plains. Yep. I've heard of that. So I, I had sold that previously, bought another one for like 250 bucks, which is a fucking steal. And yeah, I'm just going to get my mess back from whatever and then mm -hmm. just do everything I have to do for myself silently. And when I let's say harvest trail for example i'll bring the little cabin yeah. here because it's 25 watts we can crank the piss out of the pv and yeah really drive that aggression but not blow the neighbors away you know yep or be too loud for the neighbors <clears throat> yeah that's my theory anyway okay. if not we'll just use a quad box, right. but hmm. so yeah selling a bunch of shit that i never use on ebay as well yeah like to what? cover those purchases a couple pedals, of pedals. And shit yeah 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 stuff that other is kind of starting to fuck up a bit <laughs> and it's amazing people jump on it man they still want to buy them so oh this is one thing i did is i've got two pedal tuners i'm getting sick of pedal tuners because the last lot of bass i tracked had like a dc hum in it some weird fucking hum and it was i figured it out it was because i was plugging it through the tuning pedal while i was recording the bass mm. And when I took it out of the tuning pedal, it didn't have it. It was all right, yeah. I was like, fucking hell, I wish I had a clip-on tuner. So I sold both of my tuning pedals and bought a clip-on tuner and got some change. So it's pretty cool. Mm. Okay, sick. Yeah. Keep us posted if you sell some crap. What are you going to do with the money? Buy something else? No, I just cover the cost of the mess of repairs, the greenback, oh, yeah. and that load box. And then if I have extra, I just have extra. Lappy. Mm, yeah, well, actually, that's I bought a $15 battery for my laptop, so we'll use that in a second okay. to record some <laughs> Harvest Trail stuff. So what are we going to film exactly? Don't know. There's not enough light in there to yeah. get anything that looks decent. Could open. Oh, no, yeah. No, because yes. there's a mattress against the window. Do you have any fucking lamps and stuff <laughs> in your bedroom? I don't think so. Uh, Lava lights? Maybe one, maybe. yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what we can find. Might plug a few things in and just see what it is. But either way, we'll get audio of it just and see how that goes. Mm. Just for maybe just to document that early stage. Yeah. And do what with it? Just for our own reference? Yeah, unless it's good and then we use it. <laughs> but yeah, just for our own reference. It'd be good to see how they develop a little bit. How'd you go? Did you play around with the drumless songs? No. No, not yet. I, did, did I download them? Don't know. Shit. Can't I remember. might have to do that actually. Yeah, so glad you did send it If you get something like that, so a demo without any drums to it, you would literally program your own drums in or just listen to it to hear uh, I would without. program my own drums. Wow. But as as it happened this week, I same thing. I made a playlist of the newer songs you wanted me to do and just mm. when I got a chance at work, I would just listen on repeat. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to go through. Did you so. choose those songs because there's already tabs for them on that site? No. Because it's helpful for me because I'd already tabbed them. Oh, really? 
No, I chose them because they seemed like ballpark. Mm. A, a relative step up from where we've been. So yep. I think I could pull them off and also play them. <laughs> Wicked. And you've been writing some lyrics for yeah, other yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those songs. Because I'm waiting on a few things. I was like, rather than just endlessly reamping and fucking around, I'll just... There's a couple of things that need writing on the song, so I better finish them before mm. I even think about tracking more. Okay. Get them out of the way. So I've done one song full of lyrics. They're all right, eh? Looks pretty good to me, man. Do the job. Amazing because it's slight different to my styling in that nothing repeats, I don't think, from a quick look. That is true. I didn't even think about that. Mm. Okay. It's like I would normally... But none of the sections repeat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it just must be more challenging, I reckon, in that way. Sometimes I would know I've got up. like four lines to write in this bit and then I can repeat it later and I can change oh. some of the words around or I can just replace them all, but I know the beats or I know, yeah, just how long each section will be. Or then I can go, oh, now I've only got the second chorus to go. Yeah, um, okay. And it just helps to, yeah, I don't know, section the parts differently. How long does it take you to write a song? Like lyrics for On Desolate Plains, that's like a three and a half minute song. How long would it have taken Yeah, I can't actually remember how we even went about that because we were doing demos and doing that thing where we just do fake vocals over the demo and then I'd turning them into you, words. That particular song, I sent you a demo Oh, it, yeah. And like a day later, you sent back, or maybe a couple of days later, you sent back recorded demo vocals and most of the lyrics were... Mm. Oh, there you go. That's your answer. A day. But I mean, like, do you just sit down in one sitting and just fucking knock it out or what? Uh, I think I have with those ones because I know if I know recording's coming up, then I would rush it a bit. Um, but I would often be, like, thinking about them in my head as opposed to sitting at the laptop. Like, I'd be thinking about them during my day. And, and then you, I'd have a few lines and I'd get home and I'd write them down and then that would help complete the other lines. I remember as well, we always talked about how you do that prep with the theme of the yeah. album. So you've probably got a bunch of lines and words that are cool, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because okay. we would have a massive list of shit for potential album titles. So you're obviously only going to use one. And then in that case, we just chose a song title anyway. Mm. So you've got all this other shit that can still be used for things. So if you're short of a word, you can refer to that, that list That's and handy. pluck some out. Or if you know what you sort of want to get across, but you can't think of a good word, rhymezone.com. Huh. Uh, yeah. And that's got like the th <coughs> thesaurus and stuff in there. Rhymezone. Okay. Or even Microsoft Word, shift F7, thesaurus. Really? Don't have um, word. And then you can just way. get inspiration from some of the words and one thing leads to the next. Because, yeah, when yeah. I was doing it, there was a few things I was trying to say, but the the literal words were way too... <laughs> if they weren't lame, they were sort of used up already, like from bands I like. Yeah. Um, and I noticed when I did Google some thesaurus, like, fuck, what's another way to say this particular word? Or maybe something that just has rolls off the tongue slightly differently. I can't remember what it was, but if... One popped up and I thought, oh my God, Cab has definitely searched this before because it was like unreality oh, yeah. and uh, delusions and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I would have plucked out. Cab has been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a cool experience though, man. And I think, yeah, I hate doing that stuff and I've always shied away from doing it, but actually going through that this yep. time. 
I reckon don't overthink it. Even if you think it sounds lame or something like that, who cares? Mm. And by the time, yeah, you're actually doing the final recording, you might have, I don't know, like we might change it because we jam a lot and we do demos and stuff. I guess Mm. in your case, you're probably just going to decide once, record them once it's done. Because, yeah, I often will change things quite a lot as we're going through the whole jamming process and stuff. Yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah. And it's a lot about sounds as well for me, I think, like doing those demos, the like, you know, the line will end with a wow or something. So I'll get a word that has that rhyme to it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Fire or something because it's yeah, yeah, at the end of yeah. it. Something, I don't know. Yeah, cool. Uh, also, yeah. while I started sort of doing the final bit of these lyrics last night, oh, you messaged through about Druidic? Oh, yeah. I was drunk on the train on the way home. Oh, okay. So I started listening... Literally on the spot when I read the message. <laughs> Album of the week. Fucking pickles. Sorry, that's my serious fucking dog. Why did you do that, Cabba? She just went and got it from somewhere. Yeah, but... Okay. Anyway. Um, a Faro Cut Short by Drug, which turns out is not the latest album, which I thought it was. Oh, okay. They've got like two since then or something. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. Pickles, you fucking... Call yeah. her a dog, but she is one. <laughs> um... Yeah, quite enjoyed it, man. I don't know mm. what you mean. Like, it is sort of weirdly my sort of music. Mm. Yeah. Nothing doom about it, and it's just that generally like the same pace the whole way through a song or whatever, but... I think there is something eerily, doom about eerie it. atmosphere. It's yeah, whatever perhaps. I like about doom, which is maybe a bit of simplicity, repetitive chord progressions and stuff, but just sort of interesting melodies associated yeah. with them. Real cool voice, too. Oh, man, that voice, I was about to say, has come a long way. Yeah. Sounds real evil and grim and shit now. Last time Dirty. I listened to them, you were listening to some album of theirs in the earliest days of the Podge. Mm. Don't know if it was possibly even pre-Podge. Uh, Swan Road or Blood in Our Wells, probably. Maybe, yeah. You told me to listen to it. I gave it a few weeks and may have even enjoyed it, but I just never, mm. ever listened to it ever again. Mm. And at some point thought that they were also Death Spell Omega. <laughs> so... Yeah. Anyway, pretty good. I actually listened to it on the way here. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Enjoy. I reckon it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a band that I'd put on all the time and I sometimes forget about them and then I'll be trying to think of something to listen to and I hate everything. Mm. So then they come into it. What have you been listening to solely that this week? <clears throat> uh, just yesterday, to be honest. Um, but I mean like any, because that was your album of the week last week. Was it? Yeah. No. Shit, there you go. Yeah, it we was. played a song at the end of the podge. Oh yeah, I'll tell you what my album of the week is this week. It's um, Dimension Zero. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the album's called. Through the Virgin Sky or something. But there's a version that has five or six live songs on it, mm-hmm. live on their Japanese tour, and each song is recorded in a different city because it's like Hello Tokyo, Thank You Osaka, all this shit. <laughs> Um, and those songs are from their very first album called Silent Night Fever, album slash EP or something, which you can't get anywhere anymore. It's on YouTube, but it's not on Spotify or anything, which is annoying, but their other albums are. But so finally I can hear those songs, but they're live on Spotify. Uh, and kind of what I wanted Harvest Trail to be and listening to it, I'm like, that is what I should have been trying to do. And mm. I've kind of missed the mark. Um, Why do I know that band name? You've mentioned them before. May have, yeah. Or an album of the fuck this dog. Um, you've mentioned that band before. I probably would have. Yeah, likely. 
fast as fuck, yeah. early shit, but also real melodic, riff yeah. style anyway, but also heavy. I don't know. You know, this distracting thing about your Harvest Trail demos is that the drums are so intense and distracting. That is the distracting thing. <laughs> that I don't really listen to the riffs. Like I'll get the main theme of it, but I won't hear the little extra little bits of fucking fluffy put in there. Yeah. And so listening on repeat and just sort of forgetting about the drums, I heard some of the riffs in a different light. Fucking hell, man. Pretty cool stuff. Really enjoy it. I listen to some of it just like sort of giggling going... I think I was just in a zone for two months while I wrote every one of those songs. Yeah. I don't even know if I can even do it now. Oh, you could definitely do it. But yeah, like when you do, this is the hard thing about program drums, you just drag in a fuck, I was supposed to do that for the stew. Mm. I was trashed on Saturday. I'll do that tomorrow, stew, I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, like you're so distracted by these fills that are in like a certain, they're following a different accent than the actual riff is. Mm. So that's why those guitar tracks are really important to yeah. me because I can get rid of them and go, oh, that's what you're doing and right. sort of create the fills to fit the riffs a bit more. This jamming's working well for that. Mm. Um, yeah, but there's some cool stuff in there, man. Cool, Enjoying thanks. It. Yeah. I guess like it's somewhere half between like The Haunted and something like Dimension Zero or whatever. I would say Dimension Zero, like that early shit is like early in flames except way faster. It's maybe the haunted in speed, but riff wise. <laughs> Dogs. Yeah. Alright, let's fucking go and play some. Alright, so. Silent Night Fever. See ya. Let's fucking go!